Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey. How you doing? Look, it's Friday. Yes. Because we always record on Friday and then we we put the, we publish the recording on Monday. Yes. So yes. everybody gets it Monday, yes. 6 a.m. When I remember. <laughs> and I get that text from you saying, hey. <laughs> Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast, Kim? Right, right. right. It all works out. It does. It all works out. I know. Just like today. Yes. We had no idea what we are going to talk about. And the Lord put this, uh, I just shared this with you. Yeah. Um, he took me to Joel this morning, yeah. and we started talking about it, and we're like, oh. That's interesting. This is good stuff. Because I'm not in Joel a lot, as you can see. I don't have it all highlighted and written up in the book of Joel. I read Joel. So, I like Joel. The last time I read Joel was December 27th of 2020. But it talks a lot about fasting, praying, repent. talks about God's restoration um, Mm -hmm. and gathering with like-minded believers. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. I know. But what I like is um, in chapter 2, verse 12 and 13 i think that's what we're going to be talking about today and the heading of that is a call to repentance Mm. there's something in 13 that i think really hit you and you and i so Mm -hmm. do you want to read 12 and 13 yeah it says now therefore says the lord turn to me with all your heart with fasting with weeping and with mourning so rend your heart and not your garments Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. So, wow. I just want to point out that, again, we we have a part to do first. We always, always have to do yeah. our part. We're That's, first. Yeah, we have to do our part, mm. like we always say, so God can do His part. Yeah. I mean, because that's the free will. Yes. He's given us free will to make a move. Right. So if we don't make a move, He's just waiting on us. Yeah. Because He's not going to push us to do something mm-hmm. or harass us. Mm-hmm. He's wanting us to make the move. So... I think you could apply that to anything in your life. Right. You have to be the one to do something because he gives us that beautiful thing called free will. Yeah. And so when you're reading scripture, that's a good thing to have on your mind. Like when you are reading scripture, like what is my part and Mm -hmm. what is God's part? Mm -hmm. Very simple. And make highlights and Mm -hmm. notes and look up words that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. But ask yourself, what is my part? Because Mm -hmm. again, we talk about don't read the Bible and just read the words. You want and to actually check it apply off. it. Yeah. Like, it's not going to do you any good 
Right. Just like we tell people in counseling, it's not going to do you any good to sit in my office. No. For me to tell you all these tools and tips and you go home and do nothing. Yeah, and then you come back next week and then you say, we say, so how are you doing? Right. Uh, Same. Right. Okay, well, clearly it's the same because you didn't do anything different. You didn't do anything different. (laughs) So when you read the word, you want to apply it. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do with the words you just read? Yeah. So ask yourself, what is what is my part? Mm-hmm. What, so in verse twelve, it's saying that first turn to me with so, all your heart. So what 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 do we think that means? When the word is saying, turn to me, capital M, meaning yeah. the Lord, uh-huh. right? With all your heart. So what is he wanting us to do? Well, I mean, obviously that he's saying you're going in the wrong direction because turn is an action of moving your body all the way into a different direction yeah so different direction you're going in the wrong direction stop doing what you're doing and focus on me yes he's saying turn to me your direction should be towards me the father Mm -hmm. and you need to be whole heart heart about that you have to have your whole heart in it it's Mm kind of like saying you can't have one foot in and one foot out god doesn't want can't be lukewarm yeah he doesn't want half of your heart or a quarter of your heart no. it needs to be all genuine wholeheartedly and you know what it's okay if you don't do it perfectly right he's not looking for perfection no that's not what he's saying he's saying your heart just has to be in it like you you have to wholeheartedly try in a sense mm-hmm. like don't turn and be like well I, I did it for a couple days and I, I I didn't feel anything I didn't hear from the Lord yeah so it's not working yeah no. no, did you really, really wholeheartedly try yeah. to seek God? And are you waiting patiently? Right. Waiting is also something that you have to do. Yes. And it's an act of obedience. It is. Doing that. It all goes back to obedience. Right. Um, then it says with fasting. So. What do you need to give up? Yeah. Fasting doesn't mean you just stop eating. It could be. Mm-hmm. You give up your phone or you give up um, electronics in general. Yeah. What, Maybe you slow down with work. Yeah. Maybe work isn't first. Yeah. What? What's your idol? What's consuming all of your time? Uh-huh. That Is you, it Netflix? Are you binging Netflix? Because if you sit and talk to someone and say, well, I just, I just don't have time to sit down and have quiet time with the Lord. Like, do you realize what you're saying? Yeah. You're saying that something else comes above God. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, I mean, you open yourself. a Bible? Like, I mean, we're not judging here. No. Like, we're just putting the facts out. Yeah. You know, do you do do you open the Bible? Because it, the, the only way you're going to know the Lord, and we've talked about I knowing know. I Him. I feel like a broken record. I know. <laughs> is you got to open your Bible. I mean, right. if you're searching for what is your purpose in life, Open your Bible. Yeah. Figure it out. Get to know the Lord. I mean, it's just like we've we've said a million and two times. It's with any other relationship. Yeah. You have to put the time into it if you want it to grow. Right. If you want to know who that person is, you gotta share time. Right. Right. And this is his book. This is his love letter to you. So that's where you want to go first. 
Right. So yeah, with fasting, what? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself a few questions. What is consuming my time? Mm-hmm. What, what do you need to get rid of? Yeah. Where do you need to put your focus? Or what do I need to like, in a sense, maybe let go? It's things that maybe need to be done. You know, I hear this a lot. There's there's so much distractions and things to do. But I, but what you're doing when you put God first is that you're inviting Him to help you do all these other things. Mm. Because there's so many times where I would maybe not get as much quiet time as I'd like because I'd love to sit there for hours. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, me too. But I never neglect, though. That's the key. You never neglect responsibilities. Just, just like you said with a friend. Sometimes I can spend a friend half a day with them. Sometimes it's only like 30 minutes on the phone. Right. It's the same with the Lord. Yeah. So he knows that you have things to do. He knows your heart. Right. This is where his grace it's just the matter of, am I neglecting mm -hmm. the Lord? It's mm -hmm. not a matter of, I have to sit here and it's going to take me two hours or an hour, even 30 minutes. It's, am I neglecting him? Because when you, when you give your first part of your day to him, what you're saying is, I, I need you to sustain me right. the rest of the day. Yeah. And I've even said, Lord, please help me do the things that I don't want to have to do today. Right. Like there's some things in life you don't want to do. I don't right. want to do laundry. I don't yeah, want right. to clean the house. I don't want to go run these errands. I don't want mm. to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. But I ask him, Lord, just help me to do the things I do not want to do. Yeah. And you're inviting him in those things. And sure enough, when I say that prayer sometimes, he is like freed up so much time for me. It's crazy. Mm. It's like, wow, I have extra time. So then I ask myself, how am I going to spend that extra time? Am yeah. I going to thank the Lord and maybe mm -hmm. spend a little bit more time with Him? Because mm -hmm. surely He didn't free up that time so I can sit and watch TV. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's use that time wisely that He blessed you with. Mm -hmm. so, now, boy, that can, was I, little... can I also just say, like, the Lord wants you to have recreation time, sure. too. Yeah. You know, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not all work, no play. Yeah. Um, balance. It's all about balance. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So the next one was with weeping. Mm. What does weeping symbolize? Would, would mm -hmm. you say somebody sorrowful, crying, yeah. you know, tears, crying, maybe um, letting your emotions out? Yeah. Weeping brings a like lot of emotions. Like being vulnerable. Yeah. Right? When, like Raw. when somebody is crying, like, I just get this, you know, vision of, of, of an open heart, of a yeah. surrendered heart. Yeah. You know, because it's very it vulnerable. Yeah, pouring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God gives us tear ducts for a reason. Yep. I always say that. And with mourning. Mm-hmm. So that, that probably is the same lines of like being sorrowful, sorrowful. and yeah. deeply remorseful. Yeah. Deep mourning is... Is deep yeah because you know it's just like having a good friend um, you know like like us mm -hmm. you know we know each other's lives and we we feel each other's um, joy and sadness mm -hmm. and, and I think that's where the Lord wants us to be yeah, with he's him the same he feels it absolutely he feels it when we're sad and mournful and mm -hmm. hurting mm-hmm we're made in his image. Mm -hmm. People have to remember that. So when we feel, he, he feels, you know. So then verse 13 says, so rend your, so rend 
your heart and not your garments. This is the verse that got uh -huh. me. So rend your heart and not your garments. I had to look at that word and then uh -huh. we looked it up uh -huh. on what does, so rend your heart. Tear apart. Means to tear apart. Because back like in, in Old Testament when they were sorrowful or in grief, they would rip their clothing. Mm -hmm. So that's what God is saying is like, tear apart your heart, not just your garments. Like that's not doing anything. Right. He has to get to your heart. He needs to see your heart. Uh -huh. Like he needs to see that vulnerability. And for something to be mended has to be broken first. It does. It does. So you, you have to be broken. Your mm -hmm. heart has to be torn, ripped, mm -hmm. stepped on, hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, aching. And you know, like some of us, we've we've had that experience like a million and two yeah. times in life, and maybe it was that one time that brought us to a salvation in Christ. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not a one-time event. No. It's not just a one-time event. It's, you know, that's the posture he's calling. Yeah. us because should we refer back to the other scriptures oh, yeah psalms yeah psalm 34 18 what does that say mm -hmm. 34 18 you got that yeah, one yeah it says the lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit mm -hmm. the lord is near to those who have a broken heart or a torn heart, yeah, a, a sad heart, mm -hmm. um, a sorrowful heart, mm -hmm. a crushed heart, a crushed spirit. And look, look at that strong word he he uses and saves, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. So those who have a remorseful, contrite. You had another definition for con crushed. Contrite. Yeah, a, a crushed, crushed spirit or a remorseful spirit, he, it says he saves. But look at this, though, because he's saying that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. See, it's it starts where, with I us. I know where you're going. Okay. Keep, keep talking. Yeah. It, it starts with us. So then it, he comes down here and saves. Yes. And then he does his part, right? Yes. Yeah, so... Just because you have a broken heart doesn't mean he's going to save you. He's saying he's near those that have a broken heart and, he, and he's wanting to save you, but you have to have a remorseful, yes. or torn, contrite spirit. A crushed spirit. So, I mean, even if you have, um, you know, even if your your heart hurts over something, if your spirit isn't... Yes. Remorseful. Is it remorseful or... Oh, what do I say? Gosh, there's so many words. Is your, I mean, is crushed. Your, yeah, I mean, is your spirit crushed to where you you have nothing else in you? Like you need a savior and, and he's there to save you. Right. It can't be another person. But here's the thing. If you have, because this is what the flip side could happen. You could have a really broken heart mm -hmm. and you're like, you know what? I'm done. Screw this. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just gonna do it my way. Right. Because none of this worked. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not. They deserved what I did. I'm, I I could care less anymore. Yeah. That's that's a hard not heart. Yes. 
that's that a hardened heart. Your heart may have been broken and hurt. Yeah. But you have no remorse or no um, sorrowful Sorrow. spirit, yeah. and God's not going to save that. So He's not no. going to save your broken heart if it doesn't have the same thing with it that goes with it, which is a contrite spirit, a remorseful spirit. You know what? This is this is what it brings to mind because. You've heard of like people who have been married for a long time and their spouse dies and then they end up dying shortly after from a broken heart. Mm -hmm. uh, that broken heart that they die from, it is a heart condition. Mm -hmm. You can actually die yeah. from having a broken heart. Like they're so sorrowful. They're mm -hmm. so they miss that person they um they it miss that ache. connection it, yeah. it's achy yeah. it's it's all of those things mm -hmm. that's what i think the lord wants us to have for him yes you know right like we're not supposed to like walk around with you know sat sackcloth and ashes right all the time that's not right. what he's saying yeah but you know, at times we we have to get to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like we ourselves have to be brought to the bottom, and sometimes people have to go through that to be saved. People have yeah. to go to step one, have a broken heart. Step two, God comes in and saves when you have a contrite spirit. Yeah. But see, He's saying we need to do a couple of things before He can. He could come so in like and even save in, us. Yeah, like even in this verse, this verse 18 then, what is God, God's part is he's near mm -hmm. and he saves. Yes. Our part is we have a broken heart and a and contrite spirit. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. That is good. What was that other Psalm 51? Oh yeah, 51, 17. 17. What does that say? Yeah, Let I like how see. this is worded too. 51. 17. 17. Oh, the yeah. sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Mm. So it's saying the sacrifice. So God sees the sacrifice, yeah. what we're giving up. We're giving up um, a whole heart for a broken heart, a, a broken spirit, a broken and a mm -hmm. contrite heart. That's a sacrifice to God. Yes, that's a when sacrifice. When we turn to Him and allow Him to heal our broken heart mm -hmm. and have a remorseful spirit. Yes. It's a sacrifice. He sees it as a sacrifice. Yes. This is why we have to keep our focus on Him and not the you know the storm that we're walking through mm -hmm. you know or the event that is happening right we have because he's orchestrating everything and again you, know? you have to believe the words it says that i will save you have to have faith you, in that you ha yeah you have to believe you have to give him mm -hmm. your whole heart be mm -hmm. completely remorseful spirit and it mm -hmm. says he saves yeah only he can do that right we can't Right. Another person can't. Right. Your boss can't. Yeah. That's his promise to us. Uh-huh. 
Like you have to believe that that will God will do His part. God always does His part. If, if we, we do, do our, our part, part, He's gonna do His part. He's faithful. He is faithful. He will always do His part. It's like He hands us over the check, and the check says, um, "Free will." Mm-hmm. Here's here's your free will. Whenever you use it, then I'm going to give you something. Mm-hmm. We it's have either going to gonna be correctly. it's either going to be a good consequence yeah, or a true. bad consequence. True, but he's there to help us. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about about who he is, his character, right? Why he's in my life, right. why he's in your life, because we bank on what he says. We believe, right? And we have faith that these aren't just words in this book. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen it in our own lives, right. where have, he has yes. worked, even even in those hard places, yeah. where he is working, yeah. even if it's minuscule, right? He's working, yeah. And he's because it says he's near. So if you have a broken heart right now in a contrite spirit, mm-hmm. God is the most near you right now than he ever will be. Yeah. And he wants to save you. He wants to help you so much because he loves you. Right. But I love this in verse 4, or the rest of 13, because the rest of Joel 2, 13, it says, again, you got to do something. Return to the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And it's saying, for he is gracious and merciful. He's slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. He do, he's not going to do harm to you. Right. He's all of these things. He's gracious, merciful. And you know what this proves is that, and many scriptures prove this, is that we're, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to stop sinning just because we've been saved or... Mm-hmm. You know, we're a work in progress. Yes, and, and this the the title of this is a call to repentance. Mm-hmm. So this is saying this is what shows how much love God has because He's saying return to the Lord. Like you were starting to go the wrong way, you made a bad choice, mm-hmm. you sinned. Um, God he knows your focus that that's, off. Yeah, He knows that's going to happen. But what He's saying is return. Mm-hmm. Just like in verse twelve, He says, "Turn to Me." Yeah. Thirteen, He says, "Return to the Lord your yeah. God." Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. And what He's saying is, because I'm gracious. He's saying I'm gracious and merciful. I'm slow to anger mm-hmm. and of great kindness. Yeah. And yes, you you because sin does cause the Lord to have wrath against us. That that's biblical. Yeah, when we sin, we are storing up his wrath. There's there's consequences. Yes. The scriptures say, yeah, sin is storing up, storing up meaning on the day of judgment he's going to yeah. let loose. But he's saying, I will abandon that from doing any harm. Yeah. I will abandon my wrath. Yeah. and give you forgiveness. Yeah. Because he can do that because he's gracious, merciful, That's slow right. to anger and great kindness. That's right. Absolutely. That's why he can do that. Absolutely. But it goes back to what are we supposed to do? We got to turn to him first. Step we one. Have to. That's step one. Step one. It's really turn to easy. Me. 
Mm -hmm. It is really easy. <laughs> Why do we forget this? No, it's not hard. <laughs> We're stubborn yes, people. We are stubborn people. He knows this, but you he know does. what? He even loves us in our stubbornness. I know. That is true, unconditional love. It is. Like in our ugliest moments. Girl. Like ugly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he is still like full of yeah love and wanting us like you know you look at us and we're like "Ooh, get away you're just ugly right now <laughs> the lord's saying come to me mm -hmm. come to me mm -hmm. turn to me i'll save you you know i don't uh, i think we said rend is it means the tearing of okay i just want to read this in the study notes rend your heart and not your garments the tearing of one's garment was a common practice in times of grief or contrition it symbolized a broken and torn spirit here joel is calling for judah to actually experience what this symbolism portrays which is hearts that are torn with grief and the confession of their sins yeah pretty simple stuff yeah which is just a good reminder that we need to confess our sins every day and i keep Repentance. going back to first corinthians eleven thirty one. 31 mm. if you would judge yourselves you yeah. would not be judged yeah if you would judge yourself mm -hmm. you would not be judged what yeah so like what i think we have to ask that question what corrections yes. can we make yeah judge yourself throughout the day is mm -hmm. there anything i did wrong that mm -hmm. was displeasing to the lord mm -hmm. um and ask for forgiveness yeah he loves us and know that you're forgiven that's right. the key believe it know and believe you're forgiven have and he already faith. forgot it then yeah he did you if you come to him and you're like please lord forgive me but don't go back the next day and the next day and the next and day do the same thing for the same forgiveness though of something no. he already forgot oh yeah because he's like what are you talking about right all right i already already forgave you of that and don't keep repeating right repeating the sin right that's not good because that's not a contrite spirit no showing remorsefulness no Right. Don't manipulate or play with the Lord. Yeah. Don't do that. That's no. that's not cool. Right. Wow. wow. Syringe rend. Rend. Your heart. Rend your heart. When I say so, rend. And, I, and I'm not saying it's fun. It's not fun at all to have a broken heart. No, and, it isn't. It and, hurts. It's and, painful. He knows that. And to go through that, but know that God sometimes has to allow us to go through that to build us up into who he's called us to be well think about it if we're broken like that we will listen for the help yeah but if we're not broken we're going to end up doing it our own way right so that's why i think he wants us in that position of of having that broken heart that broken spirit mm -hmm. so that he could come along and say okay now just listen to me and, mm -hmm. I, and i'll help you this mm -hmm. is what you need to do but if if we're just all up in our own stuff and mm -hmm. you know we're like well ugh, we're not you know i'm not going to do that and you know that was hurtful to me so blah me, blah blah and some people are we can talk about this another time like avoiders or denial mm -hmm. or yeah. um, just 
out of sight, out, out of, of mind. mind. Um, just not going to think about it. I'm over it. I'm yeah. going to squash it. Yeah. Um, Brush it under those, the rug. Yep, none of those are good, good reactions. No, because nothing, yep. nothing comes of it, and it's pretty prideful, actually. Yeah, that's not having a yeah coming to spirit. him. Yeah, with a whole heart. So good stuff. I know. God, God is, is good, good, right? Yeah, he's we so always thankful. say that. I know he is. All right, dear. All right, have a good rest of the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated True Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.